All right, welcome everybody. David Bozell, your conductor here from For, For America. I wanted to play two clips that show that they're the most illustrative two clips that I could find for you that show the the fight really between the conservative right and Republicans. If you saw on social uh, over the weekend, there was a clip from North Carolina's Lieutenant Governor Robinson from the pulpit that went viral, I guess, again over the weekend. This is from 2021. Now, I hadn't seen it before, but a, a fellow re-upped it. And it has 1.8 million views in just the last couple of days. And Robinson's an eloquent speaker. I think he is a pastor uh, in his private life, or he should be anyway. And he hits the nail on the head talking about transgender, you know, these transgender issues. Uh, And then we're going to play you a clip from Larry Hogan, the governor of Maryland, who is the establishment's, uh, one of the guys on the short list for the Republican establishment in terms of running for the Senate and also running for the presidency against Trump or whomever wants to run in 2024. You play, I'm going to play these two clips back to back. First we'll go with Robinson then, and then Hogan. And you can just, you can immediately tell the difference in terms of the passion, who's right about the issue, um, and how you speak to voters, those that you need. One's talking to a black church, the other one's talking to Dana Bash at CNN. Uh, here we go with Glenn Robinson. I'm not supposed to say, ain't but two genders. Two genders. Two genders. Ain't nothing but men and women. And I can already see WRL out there. They got they licking their pencils right now. Trying to write fierce as they can. Get every word of this here. Get every word of this. You can go to the doctor and get cut up. You can go down to the dress shop and get made up. You can go down there and get drugged up. But at the end of the day, you were just a drugged up, dressed up, made up, cut up, man or woman. You ain't changed what God put in you, that DNA. You can't trans- you, just, you can kind of hear the relief from the congregation that somebody's actually saying what they know to be true. And sin God's creation. I don't care how hard you try. The transgender movement in this country, if there's a movement in this country that is demonic and that is full of anti- the spirit of antichrist, it is the transgender movement. It's time for grown-ups and time for Christians to start standing up and being unafraid to tell the truth. Come after me if you want to. I don't care. You want my head? Here it is right here. Come on, come get it. I don't care because it's time for us to stand up. And I'm not afraid to stand up and tell the truth about that issue. They're dragging our kids down into the pit of hell, trying to teach them that mess in our schools. Tell you like this, that ain't got no place at no school. Absolutely right. Two plus two don't equal transgender. It equals four. You need to get back to teaching them how to read instead of teaching them how to go to hell. Two plus two does not equal transgender. We should put that on a t-shirt. 
So there's there's a man that has instincts, right? He's a politician, lieutenant governor of a swing state. Um, you know, a purple state in North Carolina. Unapologetic about truth. And he gets a standing ovation, a rousing standing ovation for a full two minutes. It's quality instincts. Now, you've got Larry Hogan. So-called Republican, so-called conservative. I don't buy that. Has left no legacy in the state of Maryland. Uh, in any way, shape, or form, it'll go back blue as soon as he walks out of there. In a couple of months, I think. I think at the end of this year is his term. All due respect for fighting through, I think he had leukemia, I think. Um, fought through it during his tenure. All due respect. But just to go to show you where his instincts are and, his, and, and the, the establishment's in, instincts, he goes on Dana Bash, CNN, talking about DeSantis. He's talking about the um, the parents' rights education bill, which is a whopping. You hear that? That is a whopping seven pages long. Okay, seven. That's it. The spending bill that was just passed in Congress a couple weeks ago. That was what twenty seven hundred pages, and that didn't get nearly the kind of attention that this little seven page bill got. But here's Larry Hogan, right? Now listen to the front end of how, what he admits here at the front end. Uh, your fellow Republican governor, DeSantis in Florida, he suggested that he will retaliate against Disney after it criticized Florida's so-called Don't Say Gay bill, which bans certain instruction about sexual orientation and gender identity in the classroom. What's your reaction to that? And then more broadly, what do you make of that legislation well i or didn't law, I, I didn't say. really actually see the details of the legislation but the whole <laughs> i didn't see the details <laughs> right that's important the whole thing seems like uh just a you know crazy fight uh, i'm not sure it's it concerns me the santa is always talking about uh you know he was not not demanding that businesses do things but he was you know telling the cruise lines what they had to do he was telling local schools what they're mandating and now he's he wants to criticize Disney for expressing, you know, how they feel about that uh, that bill. I mean, they have every right to it. We have a thing called freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know. laughs> the corporations have every right to. Uh, well, the governor has every right to say whatever he, hell he wants back. Um, it just as Governor Hogan had every right to criticize DeSantis, however incorrectly. But he admits he just doesn't, he didn't even read it. And he calls it absurd. And he calls it a crazy fight. Sticking up for parents is not a crazy fight. I don't, I don't even know why I, I feel the need to even have to say that. It's the fight to have. Glenn Robinson in North Carolina, that needs to be the Republicans' push going into the midterms and beyond. Why is it that Republicans cannot fight a culture war, but Democrats can? Democrats fight the culture war every day, but apparently Larry Hogan says it's a crazy fight to have. It's crazy that Republicans would even try. But let's do Larry Hogan a favor. Since he's never read the bill, doesn't know the specifics, we've got an exclusive for America, is going to read the bill. Saddle up, Larry Hogan. It's time 
for reading Rainbow. Gather round. Book Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Read a bill. It's only seven pages. Larry Hogan. Read your bills. An act relating to parental rights in education. So now you can... Okay, before I get too deep into this. Now you can, you can say you've read the bill. You've heard it read to you. Um, actually, the first... Now that I look at this, the first... This is a PDF from the House the House page in Florida, HB 1557. This is a PDF. Actually, the first two and a half pages are just a summary. It's only the bill itself is only four pages long. All right, here we go. Be it enacted by the legislature of the state of Florida, section one, paragraph C, is added to subsection eight of section one zero zero one. Point four two Florida statutes to be read, one zero zero one point four two powers and duties of district school board, the district school board acting as a board shall exercise all powers and perform all duties listed below. Section eight student welfare, C one period in accordance with the rights of parents enumerated in. SS.1002.20 and 1014.04 adopt procedures for notifying a student's parent if there is a change in the student's services or monitoring related to the student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being and the school's ability to provide a safe and supportive learning environment for the student. The procedures must reinforce the fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding the upbringing and control of their children by requiring school district personnel to encourage a student to discuss issues related to his or her well-being with his or her parent. (gasps) I can't believe DeSantis would do that. Or to facilitate discussion of the issue with the parent. The procedures may not prohibit parents from accessing any of their students' education and health records created, maintained, or used by the school district as required by S1002.22. Number two, a school district may not adopt procedures or student support forms that prohibit school district personnel from notifying a parent about his or her student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being, or a change in related services or monitoring, or that encourage or have the effect of encouraging a student to withhold from a parent such information. School district personnel may not discourage or prohibit parental notification of an involvement in critical decisions affecting a student's mental, emotional, or physical health or well-being. This sounds great, good, pretty good so far, right? Not too bad, right? Pretty benign? All it's saying is you got to tell you got to tell parents about this, if there's any change in your students' well-being. You you hate to have to have to reiterate this in law, but Florida felt like they had to. 
This subparagraph does not prohibit a school district from adopting procedures that permit school personnel to withhold such information from a parent if a reasonably prudent person would believe that disclosure would result in abuse, abandonment, or neglect, as those terms are defined in Senate 39.01. In other words, if the educator thought that the kid would face physical harm by telling the parent, then the school district does not have to do that. Reasonably prudent person would believe. Okay? Now, here comes the money. The money graph. Just Larry, gather around. I can go twice as high if I read my bills before I went on CNN. And trash my fellow governor who's going to win the nomination if Trump doesn't win. Okay, here we go. Classroom instructed by by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. That is the money line that's got Disney in a tizzy. Classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what your governor of Maryland, a Republican, thinks is a so-called, quote-unquote, crazy fight. Absurd, he called it. It's absurd. School support services trained, developed, or provided by a school district. School district personnel must adhere to student services guidelines, standards, and frameworks established by the Department of Education. Number five, at the beginning of the school year, each school district shall notify parents of each health care service offered at their, school, at their student school. Sounds pretty good. And the option to withhold consent or decline any specific service. Parental consent to a health care service does not waive the parent's right to access his or her student's educational or health records or to be notified about a change in his or her student's services or monitoring as provided by this paragraph. Before administering a student well-being questionnaire or health screening form to a student in kindergarten through grade three, the school district must provide the questionnaire or health screening form to the parent and obtain the permission of each parent. Ah, God, it sucks that you have to actually write that stuff into law. That's important. They basically, they, they write in the law, paragraph six, before administering a student well-being questionnaire, so before giving a screening to a kid, you got to provide the questionnaire or the screening form to the parent. Apparently that was, people were playing loose with those details. Each school district shall adopt procedures for a parent to notify the principal or his or her designee regarding concerns under this paragraph at his or her student's school and the process for resolving those concerns within seven calendar days after notification by the parent. A, at a minimum, the procedure must require that within 30 days after notification by the parent that the concern remains resolved. The school district might, must either resolve the concern or provide a statement of the, of the reasons for not resolving the concern. Man, Governor Hogan, this is tough reading. 
when you get only get your news from CNN and Dana Bash and don't read bills, you might come to the conclusion that it's absurd. But if you just follow the rainbow, Butterfly in the sky, I can go you might, might learn a thing or two. That HB 1557 never says gay. As we're going through this, kids. Okay, we've got one page left to go in our reading rainbow. All right. If a concern is not resolved by the school district, a parent may, number one, request the commissioner of education to appoint a special magistrate who is a member of the Florida Bar in good standing, and who has at least five years' experience in administrative law. The special magistrate shall determine facts related to the the dispute of the school district, procedure, or practice, consider information provided by the school district, and render a recommended decision for resolution to the State Board of Education within 30 days after receipt of the request by the parent. The State Board of Education must approve or reject the recommended decision at the next regularly scheduled meeting, That is more than seven calendar days and no more than 30 days after this date. The recommended decision is transmitted. The cost of the special magistrate shall be borne by the school district. Oh, that's not bad. The cost of the special magistrate shall be borne by the school district. That's that's an even better one. The State Board of Education shall adopt rules, including forms necessary to implement this subparagraph. Number two. Bring an action against the school district to obtain a declaratory judgment that the school district procedure, district procedure or practice violates this paragraph and seek injunctive relief. A court may award damages and shall award reasonable attorney's fees and court costs to a parent who receives a, de- a declaratory injunctive relief. C. Each school district shall adopt policies to to notify parents of the procedures required under this subparagraph. D, nothing contained in this subparagraph shall be construed to abridge or alter rights of action or remedies in equity already existing under common law or general law. Section 2, by June 30th, 2023, the Department of Education shall review and update as necessary school counseling frameworks and standards, educator practices, and professional conduct principles, and any other student services personnel guidelines standards or frameworks in accordance with the requirements of this act section three this act shall take effect july 1st 2022 and that is it larry hogan if you just read the bill you can you can learn so much what have we learned today doesn't say gay at all number two it forbids a teacher from talking about those sensitive topics for kindergartners through third grade. Number three, it provides a tight timeline, seven to 30 days, from which disputes and hearings and judgments ought to be conducted by the Department of Education in Florida. Read the bill, Larry. The reader, read the book, Larry Hogan. Read the bill, Larry. Stop going. I mean, he could have sat in the green room. I've been in green rooms. I know how these things work. You're sitting in a green room. I've actually been in Dana Bash's green room in CNN. I've been in that same green room waiting to be interviewed by Dana Bash. You could have sat there, gotten your makeup done. I mean, he has no hair. 
He's bald, so not much to really work with. But could have gotten his makeup done. Do you put makeup on a bald guy? Yeah, of course. You can get a shiny head. Oh, yeah, shiny heads. Okay, so he could have sat there while he had his makeup being done. Read seven pages. Seven. That's all he needed to do. And maybe Larry read the bill. Look. It's in a book, Larry. It's in a bill, Larry. It doesn't say, don't say it. If that is the fight that we should be having, it's the fight, whether you think you should be having it or not, it's the fight that's at your doorstep. And those of you who live in Maryland who are center-right, right-wing, have any concern about how your taxpayer dollars are being used, just understand that this so-called Republican thinks that it's absurd to prevent those in the education business from stopping them from talking about sex and gender with your kid. In other words, the Republican governor of Maryland is quite comfortable with educators, we say so-called educators, I'm not, not sure what they're doing, talking about sex and gender with your kindergartner through third grader. Because the opposite of that is absurd, according to Larry Hogan. I'm all in on Glenn Robinson's point of view. That's the, the message I, I want to walk around and, and carry and persuade with. And understand, he's doing that at a black church and getting a rousing standing ovation for, for it. And Republicans need to understand that going through Dana Bash is not the way you're going to convert more black voters. Going the way of Pastor and Lieutenant Governor Glenn Robinson into the churches. That's the path. But Larry, come on, just... One more time. Just read. Take seven pages. That's it. Take it easy out there, everybody.